Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Gus, the first meal I had outside my own home following the quarantine was at your house. Brought over a bunch of meat. I brought over my Alpine Touch, but I didn't bring it home. I forgot it at your place. Our first meal was made better, as every meal is made better by Alpine Touch on basically everything. I put Alpine Touch hickory smoke on my cereal in the morning. <laughs> It's, it's reached that level of usage. And the fact that you left it, I knew that you left it at my house. You brought it over, left it at my house. And like a real jerk, I said nothing to you because I was like, well, that's mine, dude. That's it. You came to my house. You left it in my house. And I'm eating all of it. We've gotten so far into this Alpine Touch obsession, I think, that I just think we might be able to host a podcast about all the things that you can make with Alpine Touch. It would be short. Everything. (laughs) They have a bunch of different varieties of spices, as we know. Uh, They are local from the state of Montana. Shoto, shout out, original Alpine Touch. And it's great when it's not just local, when it's not just supporting the state of Montana, but when it's also actually the best thing that you can get. I mean, when it comes to spices, uh, it's second to none. So, boys and girls, use your Alpine Touch. Colter, tell them where they can get it. AlpineTouch.com, no matter where you're at in the entire world listening to this, if you are in the United States of America and you make an order of over $50, which, you know, if you get yourself the Grand Slam and maybe some barbecue sauce, some sunflower seeds, you're there. Free shipping anywhere in the United States of America right now. Uh, so go to AlpineTouch.com. They're rolling out all their summer Big Mountain flavor packages. The sunflower shoots are really, really good as well. Alpine Touch has got you covered. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Now from the Kurtz Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanez. Coulter, my tire conversation is getting a lot of traction. Of course it is. Everybody's concerned about your well-being. It's a joke. Don't you get my dad joke? Come on, man. You're texting away. You're not paying attention. I slid white right, right past you. I think I would have the same reaction if I was uh, just staring down the, in, in the eyes as well. That was so good. Uh, 
don't worry. We will get to your calls. The phone line's lighting up, wanting to uh, help me out on what I should do with my car, on uh, whether I should continue trying to repair or just let it run itself into the ground now that I bought brand new tires today. Uh, it is to tell Nuanas. It is hour number two. If you miss anything in hour number one, check it out on the podcast, the to tell Nuanas podcast available wherever you get your podcast. You can listen all the time. Thanks to our friends at Blackfoot and Alpine Touch. Rate, review, subscribe. It's on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, if you would like to call, 361-3688 is the phone number. We'll get to your calls here a little later on, and we will continue to discuss the finer points of secondhand free vehicles. Uh, we also are available live. You can listen on the website, 1029ESPN.com, all the time on the stream. The stream is available thanks to Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. Did you just want to laugh? I mean, you're just the, you are the master of... Uh no one has multiple cars that they didn't pay for it. It's not even possible. You're the only person I've ever known that has this situation. I'm I've, I'm up to four. You have, you have four cars you've never paid for I, in, over the course of my life. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, you know, my parents get, were generous enough to give me my mother's car. That was my first car. When I was in high school. Shout out Chris and Jenny. S- sweet Toyota Forerunner. Loved yep. it. Drove it all the way till kaboom. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, Got a lemon. First car I ever helped buy. Wasn't good. And then I've only had two cars since then. Mm. Toyota Avalon, which I loved. Thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Beautiful vehicle. Wrecked it on the side street over by our old office. Mm-hmm. Totaled it right after I had just paid it off. <laughs> so unfortunate. Just, just, from, just from the ruts in the road. Uh, and then this last one, but it's this, here's the crazy part. Okay. Uh, you and I are similar in our um, inability to get things done in a timely fashion when it's something that uh, the the world says is required based on a timeline. In other but, words, like, re- like, disagree with like, the world. like registering your car, we yeah. will get it done. Yeah, yeah. Getting it done the day no. that they say it should be done, really unlikely. You you are you are speaking the truth. Yes, really trying to prioritize myself though to make myself feel good. Yeah, but getting these sorts of things done. Yeah. So I did register that Toyota Avalon on time for the first time, in owning it, <laughs> wrecked it, and then did a three hundred and sixty on a side street. Owed my uh, Hyundai Santa Fe for a year and a month. Re-registered it right on time. Exploded. Well, what do you think? That's is the universe trying to tell you something? I just register six months late, like I usually do. Well, and maybe it'll just this keep is on what rolling. I'm saying is that that's what, you know. This is why I got to keep going because I have the permanent plates now, so I don't have to re-register. I got to make that money back, though. I think it was like it could have been upwards of thirty extra dollars, and I'm not going to lose that money. Uh, okay, it is to tell Nuanas, uh, despite what you may have thought. What is it, the car guys show? Man, can you imagine you and I trying to do a car show? Oh, man. What do we, what's the best car word you can think of? Carburetor? Uh, alternator? That's one. Gosh, there's one on the brakes, though, that uh, that I, I'll i think of it. I'll think of it, and I'll say it later. Uh, anyway, yeah, cars. Uh, 
we uh, had the opportunity, Colter, to go down earlier today and speak with Kent Haslam, the uh, athletic director at the University of Montana. Uh, he was on a Zoom call earlier this week, uh, along with Bobby Houck, talking about a number of different things uh, uh, surrounding the athletics department at the university. Uh, but but uh, gave us the opportunity to come in and, and ask maybe a few more questions, clarify some things, and also uh, just some stuff that we didn't get to in the course of you know the thirty minute call. Kind of condenses things you got a lot of people who have a lot of different things they want to know and talk about so uh we were able to go down there we appreciate him for having us in so we just thought this is a nice conversation not too long you know 12 14 minutes something like that but to talk about a number of different things uh, across the spectrum of the university and what is again i mean is how many times you say about the ever-changing landscape of university athletics given you know the current climate state of affairs pandemic all of it so here you go uh, our conversation with the uh, university of montana athletic director kent haslam for from earlier today well happy now to be once again at the university of montana with athletic director of the montana grizzlies kent haslam kent thanks again for having us in we appreciate it very much and a lot has happened seemingly every day. Thing, things are going on and questions are being spurred. And you had a Zoom conference with Coach Houck uh, last week that answered, I thought, a lot of questions. But there's a few more things coming out of that that, I, that we thought would be, would be interesting to talk about with you. And one of those things is we know that there's a, a hope that you can have 25,000 people at Washington Grizzly, but a realization that that might not be possible and you'll – you know, assess those as they come. But what other uh, revenue streams or ideas for maybe trying to find ways to accommodate fans, to to be fan friendly, and maybe even make you know a, a little bit of the revenue gap that might be there if you can't have a full boat? Have you thought about the department and so on and so forth? That just just again realizing that this is all ideas at this point. Yeah, uh, think about it every single day, and yeah. believe me, there's no bad idea when it comes to to ways that we can generate revenue. And and I'm always hesitant to talk exclusively about revenue because it makes it sound like we'll do anything uh, to make a dollar, which you don't want to do. But then you, I also think that it's silly to bury your head in the sand and, and try and pretend that we're, we're not trying to generate revenue well, as sure, well. Well, sure, it's a necessity of the it, situation, it, it right? It is. And so we've talked about um, s- certainly uh, different ideas that I've been very candid about pay-per-view. Uh, and and have stressed that with uh, with our conference office, fully acknowledging that doing something like that does take a rewind of a lot of contracts that are very uh, spaghetti-like intertwined. I understand that. And I also understand the second you go to pay-per-view, you have to deliver on that product. If I'm going to sell you something for 20 bucks, it better work, right? So I understand that, but I have talked about, I believe that our fans would be understanding this year if we limited the amount of people that could get in the stadium and then asked you to, to pay, uh, I'm not going to put a dollar amount on it because then someone will say that's what it is. I think, they, I think our fans would understand that and recognize that. Another idea is, is can we do some kind of an auxiliary watch of our games in the Adams Center mm. and spread people out there and utilize that big new video board that we have and and um, is there a way to, to utilize that? We've taken a, a look at tailgating. And can we uh, run our own tailgates that are in large sections or groups of people? So you know, kind of implied in the, in the letter that was sent to season tickets is we're working on kind of entrance plans and exit plans. And so kind of give you an inside look is that we're trying to divide the stadium up into groups. And can we keep all those groups together? 
uh, as they come in and, and you divide up maybe in four groups or eight groups, you bring them in together, you have restrooms for them, you have concession stands for them, and they stay pretty contained. So can we then translate that out into a tailgate area that's exclusively for those people where we can generate some revenue off of that? So those are, are just some of the ideas, um, but we can't replicate, obviously, 25,000 people uh, paying you know, 80 or 90 bucks a ticket for the Grizz Cat Games. But, uh, but there are, I think there's some ideas that we can, we, can, we can come up with. When it comes to things like regulating the tailgates and, I mean, regulating people in general, it's difficult, always. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> do, will it take extra manpower, so to speak? Or, I mean, how does the University of Montana itself go about doing that? Because it seems like, I mean, people have their own tailgate spots, but how do you tell them, here's what we need to do? I mean, it seems like it's a quite a task it is a task and you, you go in fully recognizing that you're going to only have a limited influence but i think folks folks who will decide to come to a game um will come acknowledging there are certain social responsibilities and um and i think that comes to a where you where you plead with them and say hey look it's different this year uh but we're asking you to help us so that we can continue um, and so it will take extra, <clears throat> excuse me, it will take extra manpower. It will take um, a little bit more focus. But, you know, you don't want to set yourself up to say, <clears throat> you know, Coulter, you're not wearing a mask. You've got to leave. I mean, how, how do you enforce that? How right, do you, totally. I mean, setting a policy and then then having the kind of enforcement is, those are two different things. And so you want to be realistic in what you can do. I, I just don't see us hauling people off and, Arresting them for for not abiding. So how do you manage that? That's a, that's a tough societal issue. Sure, anyway. Sure. Uh, well, the good news is in Montana, about late October, we're all in masks, anyways, because it's yeah. zero degrees. So yeah. I mean, you know, at least the late games, yeah, you'll have that. Uh, Kent Haslam joining us, University of Montana athletic director, and. Kent, obviously this has been uh, a, a tumultuous two weeks uh, in, in the country and society at large. You addressed that um, straight away uh, in, the, in the Zoom call uh, earlier this week. But I'm wondering, as, as the athletic director in, your, in the hat that you wear that is the boss of the coaches, this is the most diverse department probably in, in the state in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, but also there's a level where you know you, the coaches are there and then the, the players that, that they coach with them. So what is your communication like with them on this issue of whether it's quote-unquote mandates or encouragements of how to address these issues with their kids, very different makeups depending on what the sport might be of, of ethnic backgrounds and, and geographic locations where kids are coming from. So there's a lot to it, and yet it seems like there's a responsibility to uh, allow students, student-athletes who have been really, really directly affected by what's gone on to have to feel safe to, and have a platform to, to speak and be encouraged and all that kind of stuff. So where, how does that work for you in that capacity? Well, I appreciate you acknowledging, because I, uh, the, the, and I agree with you wholeheartedly, that this is the most diverse department on this campus. And I've, I'll be honest, I've, I've often stated we want to increase diversity Let's invest in athletics because we do, in many ways, sports is not perfect. I, I want to start off by saying there's many dark and ugly sides to sport. We see those. Uh, but sport also 
brings groups together that might not otherwise come together. So I think we have a responsibility. I think we have a responsibility in sports. And I think part of this, and this is my opinion, is I miss that sports right now for that opportunity to come together. Uh, I'm not a diehard lover of curling, but I love the Olympics. Right. I'm not a diehard fan of rhythmic dancing, but I love the Olympics. And I am... I, I feel horrible the Olympics will not happen in 2020 because I think as a nation and as a world, it's the greatest unifier, mm. and it brings us all together. So I say all that as, I, as, as we communicate that with our coaches, and we had a, we had a head coaches meeting uh, just the other day on, via Zoom, and we talked you know, candidly about this, and, and we talked candidly about having these conversations. We're having a, a student-athlete um, get together via Zoom next week, that will be facilitated by our student athlete advisory committee president, and and will involve uh, you know Justin Green and Travis DeCure and other other student athletes um, that we have to to share their opinions and to listen and to talk and to learn. But um, while I, I love that you say I'm the bosses boss of the coaches, no one's really the boss of the coaches. But uh, but but they are they're they're wonderful and they all have their own strengths and we all have our own weaknesses, but. I think this has presented us with a an opportunity to to open our eyes and to listen. Um, I had a great conversation with with Justin Green just the other day, and it was just such a great conversation. And I walked away from it thinking, you know, shame on me for not having that conversation years ago. Right. And it, it wasn't because I didn't think about it, or but I, but I. It, this spurred me on to have those conversations, and I think if we allow that to happen, and we will talk about difficult things, we will talk about mental illness, we will talk about other tough topics, we will talk about suicide, we will talk about sexual assault. We now need to have racism and the treating of others be just as core to our conversations as all of those others have become. And so those are the things that we talk about with coaches. They all approach it differently. They all think about it differently, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of their willingness to, to just open up and have those conversations. So l- short answer to your question is talking about it and our coaches, we've had those conversations and plan to have more. I look forward to when we're back together. Right. It's so hard to do those in Zoom and, 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 other, and other means. Yeah. Ryan and I have talked so much about how I think this all the stuff that's going on around the country, it's actually probably emotionally impacted people like us that work in sports because we see the melting pot that is sports. I mean, it's one of my favorite parts about covering football at both Montana and Montana State is, I mean, like, we were just, before we walked in your office, you have a kid from Las Vegas watching an internet video with a kid from, I think, Missoula, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, and, and best of friends, right? And and we, we see kids from, you know, Shoto end up living with guys from Minneapolis, and it's, it's awesome to see them all mixed together. But do you feel like because, especially in a place like Montana, these—I mean, these are the most diverse groups of people. That, that that football specifically, but just college athletics in general, can be an example for people. Just how harmonious things really can be. I, I do. I, I share that on campus when I in my meetings all the time as we talk about these same topics. I say, uh, come to a basketball practice, come to a football practice, come to a volleyball practice, and I'll walk you through. You can sit in there and watch how they interact. Um, 
you know, you might hear a few words. It'll tinge your ears a little bit at times, right? But you're going to see a group. Not a basketball practice. <laughs> no, never. You're, you're going to see a group that will collectively move towards a goal. And uh, while, again, not perfect, but, you know, I loved your your example, Coulter, because I say this all the time. And, and we'll, we'll stick a kid from, from Baker, Montana, with a kid from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And... They will come together and, you know, who's the best man at the wedding? Is, right. is that kid from, from Los Angeles? Who's the first one they call when their wife gets pregnant? That roommate from Los Angeles. And, and you have a kid from Baker who comes in. I'm just using Baker because I'm thinking of Shan. Right. You have a kid coming in from Baker who thinks Missoula is the biggest city he's ever been in. And you have a kid coming in from Los Angeles that, holy cow, I, I, I'm, I'm in the, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So that to me is the, the example of what can be done. Do tell me, Juanis, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, with Ken Haslam, the athletic director at the University of Montana. Ken, one last thing for you here. Just, when it comes to the football especially, we know that all, all signs are pointing towards football being played, and we're excited about that. Uh, but that is certainly true for, I think, a lot of the schools, but maybe not all of them in the Big Sky Conference. We know that particularly the, the Cal State, System academically had said, at least initially, that there wouldn't be in-person classes, which seems like that would be a real problem to having all, any of the sports. But where are we at with that in general? Like, how how is there is there a gauge of confidence, a one through ten? I don't know how you want to grade it out about not just Montana, Montana State, maybe Idaho, but all thirteen clubs being available to at least play some football this fall. Well, right now. As of today, the confidence is high. Um, one one thing that enters my mind is we have two California schools coming here as opposed to us going there. So if you look at it, if we were going there and they say they call up and say, Can't we just we can't we can't have you? Well, we just got an extra bye week and and um, we didn't have to pay for a charter and we didn't have to lug our team there and but if they call and say we're not coming to your place, Kent that suddenly has a huge financial impact right. and just an impact to how you do your schedule. So, yeah, I mean, I've looked at that is an interesting part of our schedule is, and I know Cal Poly goes to Montana State, um, but we, and I can't remember, I just know we've got Cal Poly and we've got Sacramento State coming here. So there's certainly a high level of, of, of communication. We're confident, to, you know, talk to the three athletic directors where in our non-conference schedule, we are planning those talked to the Missouri State Athletic Director just yesterday and said, hey, we're planning to be in Springfield. And so he said, well, we're planning to have you. Okay. So, you know, those type of things. But we've right. got Cal Poly right off the top there on right. September 26th for homecoming. And and so there is a, there's a high level right now that, that games will be played. And I think that the, the, the schedule that the Football Oversight Committee came out with yesterday gives you kind of a good layout of when we can start and, and when those practices will start. And so um, we're confident, but... Uh, flexible how about that love it (laughs) kent thanks so much for having us in once again we really appreciate it you're very welcome at blackfoot communications we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running from networks and security to communications and 24 7 support we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step blackfoot is here to help Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. 
athletic director at the University of Montana, Kent Haslam. Again, appreciate his time and uh, having us down there. Very good of him to do it. I think a lot of a lot of good stuff there. And he he said, you know, even the California schools that were initially, at least on the academic side of things, taking a pretty hard line, have maybe started to come back off of that, opening the window for. Uh, a higher likelihood that Sacramento State, Cal Poly, UC Davis would be, you know, involved in 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 hopefully some manner, and hopefully the whole the whole kit and caboodle when it comes to football in the fall. I mean, the irony of this is that uh, because Montana, Montana State do have the most passionate fan bases and the uh, most sizable fan bases, mm. particularly when it comes to game day stuff in the entire Big Sky Conference, that's actually a huge disadvantage. It's a double-edged sword, right? Montana is objectively among, if not the safest place in terms of the eight states that the Big Sky Conference represents. But they have to have people in the stands. The more people in the stands, the better, the less, the bigger hit that both the Cats and the Grizz are going to take. Right. And so it's like Kent said there. Montana going to Sac State would be one thing. It would be one sort of a risk. But if Sac State can't come to Montana, if that then just turns into a bye week, that's a huge bummer. Yeah. One other clause worth mentioning, Riley Corcoran mentioned this on our show, and we kind of we didn't really follow up on it because it was in the midst of him talking about uh, the whole broadness of this all, and this was several weeks ago. But there is a bylaw in the Big Sky Conference. I don't know if, it's, if you call it a bylaw, but it's a clause or something like that where if there's – Scheduling that's impacted by some sort of natural causes like what we're experiencing right now and the uh, dates or some sort of game that's a money game gets canceled for a school, they can replace said they can replace a conference game with said money game at a later date. So just hypothetically, let's say Idaho State's scheduled to play BYU in their opener, but they can't. That game gets canceled. Idaho State could trade you know, their game at Montana or at Montana State for then that BYU game, if BYU can make it happen. So if there's an opening on uh, the FBS schedule and you need the payout, you can do it. That's the other thing that the Cats and the Grizz, you know, Portland State or Sac State, you know, if they have to not have home games because of their location, they can make up that revenue and then some if they double down and play multiple FBS schools. The Cats and the Grizz have not played multiple FBS schools, FBS schools in a single season I think since Rob Ash did it in his first or second year when they played a couple, I think they played Texas A&M and Minnesota, maybe it was Texas A&M and, Minnesota, uh, and uh, Michigan State in a single year, but that neither of the Cats of the Grizz have played two FBS opponents in well over 10 years in the same season. So it's another place where the health of the programs and how much more sustainable they are than almost every other school in the Big Sky Conference, it, which is a good thing. They just have more to lose this specific fall, just depending on how big of a hit they have to take in terms of attendance and maybe not maximizing capacity at their two stadiums. It's Tutel Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Uh, good conversation, though. Our thanks again to uh, Kent Haslam for having us down there. We'll take a quick break on the other side, a little bit of high school stuff. And, yes, we can take your calls, 361-3688. You want to help me out with my car. Caliper is the word mm. I was looking for. We had to have Reese come in here and help me out. That is my big money car word, okay? You want to you want a big, you know, to show you, you know what car, what's going on with the car? Caliper, just drop that on somebody and walk away immediately. Uh, hey, you looking for something to do? How about a gift for Father's Day? It's coming up in a week's time. CDAResort.com. CDAResort.com. 
you can book either a round of golf or, better yet, a stay-and-play getaway to the Coeur d'Alene Golf Resort. It is going to be a great Father's Day present, a memory, an experience to be sure. You get over there, a wooden stand craft boat, a twin screw, beautiful boat, front seating, back seating, taking you back and forth between the hotel and the golf course. There's nothing like arriving at a golf course on a boat to your caddy and walk to the masseuse who gives you a massage before you're around so that you are absolutely ready to go put an assault on 100. You know what I mean? I could use one of those right about now. I'll I'll be right over there in the break. I'll try and help you out. I'll give you a little, what are they, the karate chop Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. deal. Uh, In any case, of course, you know, unlimited range balls, it's it's quite a thing to have a a, a driving range into a lake, but that's what they got set up for you at the Coeur d'Alene Golf Resort. And a spectacular course, not just the famous floating green, hole 14, the only floating green in the in the world that moves back and forth. They can change the distance on the thing. It's a ton of fun. The entire course spectacularly put together and uh, obviously manicured to perfection. CDAResort.com. Go there now. Book your stay and play. Father's Day is coming up. This is the one. This is the winner. This is going to make his day the best it could possibly be. Coulter, during this time where we got to be a little bit socially distanced, it's nice to know we can get out on the links and play a little bit of golf, and nobody better than Western Birch to get your round started right. That's right, golf's been definitely one of my favorite pastimes during quarantine times. It has recently landed my new Western Birch customized golf tees. Go check out Western Birch golf tees at westernbirch.com. These classy golf tees are made of 100% white birch hardwood and printed with high-quality color right here in the United States. A company founded right here in Montana. These durable wood golf tees, perfect way for you to market your business. Just think, anytime you break a tee, your brand is sitting on the tee box forever. You can hand them out to your clients, your buddies, your golf partners, whoever. Great way to earn top-of-mind awareness while also playing a sport we all love. Again, you can check out all the cool designs online at westernbirch.com. Add your logo on a 1,000 of any of their tees for $150 delivered to your door. Give them to clients, friends. Watch them get impressed by the quality of the look of a simple golf tee and by your creativity. Give Western Birch the opportunity to show you what they are talking about. Email and ask for Chad at info at westernbirch.com, info at westernbirch.com, or follow on Instagram and Facebook, westernbirch.com. Welcome back to Tell Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Happy Friday, boys and girls. Welcome to your weekend. Thanks for letting us be with you. We appreciate that very much. At Gus Tutel at 102.9 ESPN and at Skyline Sports MT on Twitter. You can also check out the YouTube channel. Tell Nuanas' YouTube channel is, uh, you know, well, where you'd expect it to be on the YouTube uh, you can go watch that anytime you would like. It is time for our prep extra segment. It is brought to us by Farmers State Bank. Here's some exciting news. Farmers State Bank is offering the Summer Better Sweepstakes. It's a chance to win five grand. That's right, $5,000. Just download the Farmers State Bank money, a mobile money app and use Zelle to send money. You do that during June and July, this month and next. Anytime you send five or more dollars with Zelle, you will have an entry to win Five grand, just that simple. So it's pretty good. Uh, Coulter, the Mavs, they uh, were rolling. 
They had won six in a row. They started off pretty tough, three and five, not going that great. Couldn't play a home game. Their Memorial Day tournament, which is normally in Missoula, very you know annual affair at Lindbergh Craig Field, had to be moved to Bozeman. Uh, and so they finally started getting a couple of home games, and they got it rolling a little bit. Won six in a row, got all the way up to eight and five. But yesterday against Gillette out of Wyoming, they fall 15 to 10. Now, this is one thing. If you're looking for sports, which you are, <laughs> this is what you should be into, okay? First of all, to state the obvious, it's the only thing going, okay? So there's that. Also, though, even though they're 2-1 and one in their last three, I believe the Mavs have scored a collected 31 runs <laughs> in yeah. the three games, including 10 in a loss. So, you know, you go to see some action on around the base paths. You know, you go to a Mavericks baseball game, any of these state double-A games around the state. In Bozeman, Great Falls, all, all Billings, all over the place. Kalispell as well. Scores seem like they're up. I don't know. Yes. I, mean, I don't really know why, but, I mean, we've seen all sorts of 9, 7, 10, 8. Does it seem games. to you, though, in general, I was thinking about these, that, that hitters are ahead of pitchers at this level, generally speaking? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Absolutely, actually. Um, yeah. I think it's, 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 especially in Montana, it's so hard to train to have your arm ready to throw a ton of pitches mm. and be sharp early in the year. And, and this year in particular, because right? They, right, because been... there's not very much lead up to the season. I mean, yeah. they had they had tryouts and then like a couple practices and then rolling. So guys, you know, if they were doing their own work, but then, I mean... How do you do it? Who do you throw with? You know, I mean, when everybody has to be quarantined, they, there's no way to actually just practice. And arm strength is such a big deal. But no, I mean, hitting has always been, <clears throat> excuse me, ahead of pitching. I mean, elite pitchers can dominate in Montana, but there just seems like there's a a uh, large collection of superior hitters, and then only every once in a while is there the elite yeah, pitcher. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because when you talk about you know, I think about minor league baseball when you talk about like the Little League World Series. Mm-hmm. You see these kids who just are, are, I mean, they're throwing multiple perfect games yeah. because they're just they're just that much better than everybody else at that age. They developed and, and and what have you. But you get to this level, and I think you do have a guy or two that are you know a player or two that that can be like that from the mound. But in general, it, it seems like. There's a lot of guys getting good good bats on the ball. The other thing, too, is obviously some of this is just defense in general uh, where you you know a, a routine single, maybe with an air or something like that, ends up being a double on a much higher percentage of plays than you would otherwise find because the defense isn't as good. Maybe a play that would be a pretty routine double play is just good for one out, you know, that kind of thing going on here. But in generally it seems to me like regardless of the defense this is about hitting the ball and hitting it hard and you're seeing a lot of that in uh it at this level of baseball in in, in state double a a and double a baseball in montana speaking of baseball i got some i got a few updates about the paddleheads and also an idea for you but uh, let's put a bow on the prep extra so, first thanks to the farmer state bank absolutely again uh go ahead and download their mobile money app use zell every time you use zell to send money uh with the mobile money app from farmer state bank Five bucks or more this month and next, you'll be entered to win $5,000. That's from Farmer State Bank. Go ahead, Coulter. Well, first of all, last night, they uh, 
They had their first <laughs> center field cinema of the summer at uh, Ogren Park Allegiance Field, and they showed Purple Rain and yes. there some some great uh, fit pictures of people, you know, dancing and watching it on the big screen. And that's a cool movie to have it out there because I mean, you really could just treat it kind of like a concert, right? You could get up and dance when Prince is on the stage doing all the stuff, and then you know, get up and sing the, the outro, and he's singing Purple Rain. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, I, I, and that upgrade, that new stadium uh, board out there, the HD video board they got there is spectacular too. So yeah, definitely got uh, got some good picks from our good friend Alanya. She was out there, you know, she, uh, formerly of the Trail and now of Logjam Presents. Update from today. From and the, by the way, just to be clear, not even formerly no, of the no. Trail. Now currently, once again with the Trail. Okay, I, I know that there's really no replacement for sitting along the Blackfoot River at the amphitheater out there in Bonner. And taking in live music, it's absolutely one of the best parts about living in Missoula in 2020, no question. Yeah. And uh, I will miss it more than Well, probably, in 2019. I guess 2019, anyway. exactly. <laughs> I'll miss it probably more than anything that uh, that we don't get to experience this summer. Right. But 7 to 9 every Saturday night on 103.3 FM, The Trail, Lanya's playing, and she has a new show called Past Lives, and uh, she's playing some... Some of the best live performances that have happened in Missoula or otherwise. You know, a lot of stuff from the Wilma, the, the Amphitheater, the Top Hat. But, but I think also, it's, it's almost all local, right? Local, a lot of local, yep, stuff. yep. And then, but she also has some cuts. You know, I mean, she played a, a Sweet John Mayer cut the other week. and uh, Oh, man. So, Sold culture to on us yeah, immediately. That's, that's right. So like if you're John having Mayer. some nostalgia, I mean, turn on, just turn it on. on let Alanya DJ for you on Saturday night. If you're, you know, working in the garden or you're grilling, having a barbecue, sitting on the porch, having a. Craig Johnson beer. back on the trail on Saturday. Saturday morning and Alania back on the trail on Saturday. Yeah, I don't know why you never turn the dial. I I have there is no good. Reason. My brother's uh, father-in-law is uh, one of the big trailheads that I've ever met. Yeah, and uh, he he would be listening to the trail from eight a.m. till nine p.m. Anyways, but now he's just he can't even get over it. Yeah, Craig Johnson's back on the radio. You know, did you know? Did you know Craig's back? I said yeah, I did. It's a big deal around the offices. You navigating. To to that person in his relation to you as your brother's father-in-law, that was fairly straightforward. But do you find it hard at times when you have like maybe a cousin-in-law, or I had a a a brother-in-law's ex-wife's sister won a gold medal. How I don't know how far that leaves me from a relation to a person that's won a gold medal. I'll stick with my great great uncle who won a gold medal in the twenty two Parisian Games, nineteen twenty two people, ninety eight years ago. My mom hammer throw to tell. Let's my, go. My mom's oldest brother's first wife was the uh, granddaughter or great granddaughter of Laura Ingalls Wilder. What? You remember Ted Dawson? He started KVZK. Yes. Ted Dawson, after every every media lunch at Montana yeah. State, you go interview him, and then they, they feed you some pizza. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's very nice of them uh, to do. At but, time. But when Uncle Teddy, we called him Uncle Teddy, when Uncle Teddy was was working, and, and for those that remember Ted, you know he was uh, an epic, epically boisterous personality. Yep. and. Just worked his butt off. Covered local sports from a TV perspective as, as anybody as well as anybody I'd seen. But Ted's career went all the way back. I mean, Ted. There's a picture of Ted interviewing Vince Lombardi after Super Bowl one. Right. I mean, Ted worked in L.A. and Dallas. He just came to Bozeman because he's like, well, I'm you know I'm approaching seventy. And I just want to have one last cool job. Let's just go, go live in Bo- Montana. Yeah. Uh, but Ted used to tell stories. He would just hold court, and he'd say, "You ever tell you about the time that I, you know, yes. that I uh, played golf with 
Uh, who did he play golf with? Um, who was the famous comedian in the in the sixties? Man, I mean Bob Hope. Okay. <laughs> I ever tell you, but he'd say, I ever tell you about the time I played golf with Bob Hope? I ever tell you about the time I had dinner with Frank Sinatra? Did I ever tell you about the time? And it just goes on and on and on and on. And we used to always tell him, I said, Ted, first of all, we have to write a book about this because you have a story about every famous person that's ever lived. Right. But also, you think I'm a good storyteller or maybe somebody that uh, adds some entertaining details. that uh, maybe, Some flair? Yeah, some flair. Ted was the absolute master of telling stories that there's no way you could prove that it didn't happen. <laughs> so you're like, well, I, they all must be true. It's too telling they want us on a 290 ESPN radio. Should Col- we just do paddleheads after? Coulter's going to tell us why he even brought up Thursday night at the park next. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. Tell Nuanas for five more minutes as we roll you all the way into the weekend. Boys and girls, good to be with you. <clears throat> Thanks for letting us hang out on this Friday evening uh, with all of you. If you would like to listen to the show and you didn't uh, get a chance to check out the whole thing, maybe you missed some of it, maybe your interview with Kent Haslam, maybe just other parts in general, maybe you want to share with friends, you go to the podcast. The Two Tell Nuanas podcast is available anytime on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Rate, review, subscribe. Check out the podcast, and it is available thanks to Blackfoot and Alpine Touch. Coulter, uh, not surprisingly, you said one sentence, and that sentence led to five minutes of talk that had nothing to do with the sentence that you said originally, which was the Paddleheads are having movie night out there at the stadium at the Ogren Park Allegiance Field in Missoula every Thursday. Yeah, I mean, Purple Rain led to past lives, led to Alanya, led yep. to uh, Laurel Ingalls Wilder and your uh, <laughs> Olympic gold medalist right. uncle, and uh, that led yeah, to Yeah, I mean, in, in all honesty, I don't know how many greats, but several to the uncle mm-hmm, part. Mm-hmm, great, mm-hmm, great, mm-hmm. great. Uncle. Have you seen this? Uh, I'm not even going to derail myself. No, no. Say what you got to say. Have you have you seen this this uh, middle school girl who did the genealogy report on every president of the United States? And if you trace the president of the United States' lineage back 25 to 30 generations, every single president of the United States besides Martin Van Buren has the same great to the ex power great grandfather. No, I the, mean, I not to be overly, you know. Mm-hmm. poo-pooing this, but all seven and a half billion of us, I believe, would lead back to the same great-grandfather and mother at some level. Right, that was my biggest question. Is yeah. that if you did this just in perpetuity, you could probably just, I mean, maybe not, but I think that you could find that we're somehow all related. <laughs> yeah, I would say we're, we're somehow all related. 
Mike wants to talk about tires. Is this important, what you have to say? The the Paddleheads announced today there's going to be weekly events at the stadium, regardless of if there's baseball or not. It's trending towards maybe not having baseball, but that's okay. I mean, it's not okay. It stinks. But three things that the the, uh, Paddleheads are going to offer. Thursdays, they're going to have Centerfield Cinema, Gates at 6.30, Movies at 7.30, $2 Trivia Tuesday, so 6.30 to 8.30 Trivia starts. At 7.30, new okay. theme weekly, and you have $2 beers during that. That would be fun. That's some food truck stuff out there, too. Okay. And then on Friday nights, they're going to have a Friday happy hour from 5 to 7. All pints are $4, $3 for your specialty rotators, and you can get a $10 meal deal as well. So okay. they're going to offer a bunch of diverse stuff. So there would be stuff going on down at the park. Well, it's wide open, great patio. Go enjoy yourself. It's like a giant outdoor. I mean, what else? Uh, yeah, I mean, is there a better place to have a happy hour in the summer? Okay, I wanted to know what was the last thing I should do to my car before I run it into the ground and don't improve it anymore. Mike, you got 30 seconds, my man. Come on here and help me out. What's going on? Is I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Say that again. I didn't catch you. Did you get tires already? For I your already, car? I already got tires. I got new tires, Mike. Uh, uh, I, I was going to give you, I was going to give you the cheap option. Mm. Tires. What's the cheap option? Just like layers mm. of duct tape? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I always go to this place called Big Sky Tires, and they sell used tires. So you can get a two hundred dollars set of tires, and they'll last through. A year. Well, Mike, I appreciate the call. I got good news for you, my friend. Okay? That's exactly <laughs> what I did. But I didn't so get him used. Did he he, no did. he got him a big sky tires. No I used. dropped him off and picked him up a big sky tires a day. There's no used tires in my size. Evidently, I got a wonky size, which seems odd because it's a Kia Spectra. It ain't exactly, you know, a special vehicle. Boys and girls, it's a fun week. Hope you had a fun time with us. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you again on Monday. We'll talk PGA golf. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here. And if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org. Or of course you can check out the MSU bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.